The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. Manscaped.com. Make sure you head out there, use the code REF, and get yourself 20% off in free shipping right there at manscaped.com. They even got some nice beard trimmers there for you for those of us who, who can grow beards. You know, you know, I think Stoner might need to clean his up a little bit. Same with Trev. Always. So you get that beard trimmer out there at manscaped.com. Uh, QB1 talk. Yes. Ron Rivera, his comments a little bit misconstrued when he says that Sam Howell is going to be QB1. Now, yeah. He did kind of qualify, quantify this, I suppose, mentioning that it's it's kind of for the offseason. He's going to go into the offseason as QB1. Mm. Uh, as, I can already sense the frustration from some fans, Trev. What do you make of Ron Rivera's comments on, he, you know, just recently there in Indianapolis as he's preparing for the combine where he says Sam, Sam Howell's not the starter? He's not. He started the last game of the season only because Taylor Heineke was like, yeah, he can have it. He's QB1 for training camp OTAs only as for, of right now. For today. Yeah, for as today. of right now. For as today. of right now, that's what the QB1 means. He's going to go into OTAs. He's going to go into workout. Like He's taking first-team reps at mm. practice mm. first because he's all we have left from last year. You're not going to do Jake Fromm like that just because he was on the squad. Sam Howe was quarterback two, essentially at the end of the season. He got a start. He deserved. He's already so he, like that last start and win has earned him the right to be a QB one going into OTAs and training camp, not to be the starter because they mm-hmm. could bring in a veteran and they could duke it out. And Sam's not quite ready. We're gonna go with a veteran. So QB one is for strictly off season talk, OTAs, and maybe even training camp. We'll see. They're they're desperate. Yeah. Desperate for Sam Howell to be the guy. Yes. But they are not convinced he's the guy. And also, you don't want to let the people know in March that who your starting quarterback is before free agency even starts. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't. It's just bad PR. You just don't do that. You yeah. don't make a declaration, but you don't count and, your tickets before they ask. And like Trout said there in that in that chat that you put up there, is that you don't want Sam to just go into camp thinking he's the guy. Right. I can relax now instead, you know, you want that competition. You want that guy to go into camp and like, I'm going to fight for this job. Not it's my job. You know, let's just chill out and free to make mistakes and all that. Trout's comment for our audio listeners. uh, I agree with Rivera. Don't let Hal be comfortable and kick Mm -hmm. back and relax and let him know he is going to have to earn the job if he really wants it. And I think that's fair. I think that there's there's merits to both sides of this particular argument, right? You want QB competition because iron sharpens iron. Got it. Not a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Also not a problem to back the guy and give him the support and mm-hmm. give him everything you have so you're not dividing your attention between this guy and that guy. Mm-hmm. You're devoting your resources and time to make this person the better QB. Yeah. So there's merits to both sides there. And I don't think that there's a problem 
with, and, and as uh, Rockman ha- said there, fellas, it's lying season. Mm-hmm. You can't believe everything he says. And mm-hmm. Rockman will tell you mm-hmm. here on Ref the District, we know it's coach speak. We don't put any any real you know money into what Ron's saying because he's just saying what he needs to say to get out of that conversation with the reporter. Mm-hmm. And also he will say what he means to say behind the scenes. Yes, mm-hmm. Trev. Uh this is also could be beneficial for Sam. Sam hears this, he's like, Okay, if I got if I'm gonna be the starter. Maybe I should call up these dudes right now. We go have some throwing sessions. That's right. Call up the offensive line and go work out some schemes. Let me call the running backs and get some catches out the backfield. Let's, you know, let's go out to dinner. Let's take a trip and throw some and and get to know each other as a as a unit. That's what Ron's probably get those McNuggets ready. Yes, that's what counts. They know what he can do on the field for the most part. But what can you do outside of the locker room to show that you want to be QB one? You got to take you got to take it and run with it. So this starts now. So maybe this is beneficial for Sam. It's like somebody said, and I'm stealing it. I can't remember who said it, but it gets said all the time, right? Don't listen to what they're saying. Watch what they're doing. Okay, you can say Sam Howell is QB one, but next thing you know, you're going to turn around, and if you see Justin Fields walking into the building. Right. <laughs> then you know what's going on. That's what they did. They said, or they didn't say they went out and got Justin Fields. Yep. Even though they sat there and told you the whole time that Sam Howell is going to be their guy going into camp. Just like last year. I was about to say, yeah, this is something that we talked about with them last year, right? They they played their hand by saying how desperate they were for a QB and they're calling everybody up and they probably overpaid for Carson Wentz. Yeah. You know, not I don't think a lot of other teams were calling up Indianapolis and willing to give, you know, as much as what Washington was. Obviously, there wasn't because that's the deal that ended up being the one that landed. Yeah. But Washington showed you the team, Ron Rivera, the Martys. They were like, yeah, we need a QB. We need a QB. And they're calling up everybody. And they landed with uh, Indianapolis. And Indianapolis was like, yeah, we'd love to give you Carson Wentz. What are you willing to give us? Because you're so desperate. And they gave up two thirds, Poss- the potential of a second, by the way. And uh, thankfully, that didn't pan out. That yeah. now they're being a little bit more coy. So now, at the sixteenth pick, you have maybe a Levis who's dropped a little bit, but still kind of high on some people's boards. Now you can potentially trade that back because people are right. like, "Are they going to go for a QB?" And now, now it opens up your options. I do think they're going to stick with Sam Howell as QB one going into OTAs. Oh yeah. He deserves it. I don't, but okay. I mean, I, I, I do. I think that they're the veteran that they're going to go look for, honestly, is someone who can back Sam Howell up in case mm-hmm. something happens. I don't think necessarily they're going to bring in someone that can really have a really legit shot in beating out Sam Howell to be the starting quarterback. Yeah. So I think that they will go with, with Sam Howell's QB1 OT. I mean, they kind of have to he did i mean he earned that right at least he he earned the right to to battle for it to compete yeah, for to it. take first team reps first on the you know and then have you know but you're right we'll see this is this is <laughs> yeah and and i don't mind what you guys were talking about i don't mind if the if ron rivera is lying to me right. I, I don't mind that if it's going to benefit the team down the road. Like you said, if he's lying to me and he says, Sam Howell's our guy, or at least, you know, heading into camp, he's our QB one and we're going to give him every opportunity. 
and then the next day turn around and trade for Justin Fields. I got no problem with that lie mm -hmm. because that lie could possibly have given him that opening to go get Justin Fields because, as Nathan was saying, this time they're not showing their desperation like yep. they did with Wentz. Yep. So I don't have any problem with them lying. They can lie to me all day long they already have. about roster moves and all this they already have. That's Remember part of the job. They say two to one, run the ball pass. Yeah, you get up there. What do you say? Yeah. You're gonna do whatever the hell it takes to win the <laughs> That's ball right. game. Yeah, so they've already because they already started lying, yeah, so. because when they saw their roster, they said <laughs> we're gonna have to run the ball two to one times or whatever. And then all of a sudden, they yeah, had the opportunity like, to get Eric Bieniemy as what? their offensive coordinator. Yeah, then they're like. Yeah, that two to one. That's nah, the. Uh, I don't know what we were talking. <laughs> we about. We never said that. We yeah. we never we never said that at, at you all. Interpreted it. Uh, Starface here. Thanks for for joining us. Uh, as, is asking you, Stone, what quarterback could we potentially get that you would take over Sam Howell in the draft? Are we talking about period? Like what? Who? Like really we have a whole QB one. Press your luck, and 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 Stoner's roster is out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we just finished up Aaron Rodgers. You can check that one out. Uh, he came out of the darkness, and we said, we got to replace Tom Brady. He's retired. Let's see what we got here. Um, yeah. So there's a QB1 list, but realistic. That's just like your dream list. Realistically, yeah. what QBs are out there, draft or free agents, yeah. that you think can overtake Sam Howell? I think probably realistically yeah. would be Justin Fields. Because Chicago can be lying to everybody and say, we're not trading Justin Fields. We're going to yep. probably trade this number one pick because people are going to want to move up and get a quarterback, but we got ours. If they're lying, go get Justin Fields. That's what I would do. Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. probably. I, I mean, I would do that. I don't know how realistic that is just because realistic. of the money and just because they want him up there. They can tag him. They have a lot of control up in Baltimore. But Justin Fields, realistically. What if we can get him, however, Deron Payne, Chase Young, two first-round draft picks for Justin Fields. Hold on. And then they have the number one overall pick, mm -hmm. and they can take Bryce Young and do what they got to do. I don't think it's going to re require two. Yeah, for hold on. Yeah, come on. Slow down, man. For Justin Fields? What a, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Well, whatever they, Whatever it takes to get the deal done, realistically, I would love for Justin Fields to walk in here and be QB1 over Sam Howell. I would love that. And I think that's fairly, fairly realistic. I, I got one. I'm not a fan of it. And I guess the word is that we're not even entertaining it as an organization. But Derek, Carr would, Derek Carr would come in here and, and beat mm -hmm. out Sam Howell. I hate it, Nathan. Oh, I'm he would. With I'm with you. I don't I don't want him. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. But he would come out and beat, beat out Sam Howell. Lamar 100%. Jackson. 100% he would. Aaron Rodgers, if he decided to come here and play with Eric Bieniemy, I don't know why, but they said the commanders on ESPN a few days about Aaron Rodgers, which is kind of weird to hear. So that's up in the air. Um, yeah, Justin Fields. But I'm back, I'm back in an authentic's good grace. But like outside of that tier, mm -hmm. I'm not putting Gardner Minshew. I'm not putting Cooper Rush. I'm not no, putting no, no, no. Taylor Heineke. I'm not Teddy Bridgewater. Like all the backup good quarterbacks that are available. Yeah, they can't be out Sam Howell. So. Realistically, it has to be an Aaron Rodgers type, like you said, or Justin Fields, or Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. So, I, I think that there's you guys are kind of going, I think, a little here? bit in the in the non realistic side. Sure. I don't think Justin Fields is is gonna get traded. Uh, and and Stone or Authentic disagrees with me, saying it absolutely would take two first rounders 
uh, to, to get him. I think, and sorry, that Why it do probably you is that? accurate. Two first rounders. Um, I think that then the scenario presented Stoner was like a sign and trade. We give them Deron Payne some players, and I don't think players on top of two first is what what it would take. I think hmm. that that would giving them Deron Payne and like a first and maybe yeah. like a third or fourth or something would be would be kind of in the realm. If you're if you don't trade them Deron Payne, then yeah, it, it's going to take a couple first because that is a that's a QB that's premium uh, assets there. But then again. It might not be worth it to give up up for if there's a whole lot of stuff in there. And we can get in that to a little different time. We actually talked about Justin Fields, and so you can hear my thoughts on him. I'm pretty high on him as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one, though, I think is a little bit unrealistic. Lamar Jackson is unrealistic. Baltimore is going to tag him. Baltimore, if nothing else, Baltimore does the transition tag because somebody else who is going to give him $250 million guaranteed is also going to give up two first round picks for him, right? Like we just talked about with mm-hmm. uh, with that. So not if realistic for for Washington. What if we get so, a new owner? He wants to pay him that. What if who? If, if we, we get, if a, new get a new owner by that time, and he wants to pay him that, that's I really don't weird. know that's going to be in time for that. But I, I, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, you guys know, I, 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 Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields would be guaranteed excitement here in DC. I would like I them. Um, but realistic QBs, you're looking more like a Jimmy G who is I mean, a free agent. That That's somebody who I think can beat Sam Howell. Oh, Jimmy G the, would crush Sam Howell. Yeah, so, sure so, yeah. so you got Geno Smith, who's more than likely going to get re-signed with Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. somebody who would, if not completely just beat Sam Howell in a QB1 competition, would at least really push him to the limits mm-hmm. and then after that i i just i'm not really seeing anyone here daniel jones nope. uh, baker mayfield probably gives him some competition but yeah. wouldn't be a clear beat it's like the same quarterback <laughs> they're very very similar uh in that regard you got none of these none of the else are, are moving the needle Carr is somebody who would beat him don't want him here mm-hmm. uh teddy bridgewater no. Uh, you got Andy Dalton, Sam Darnold, Cooper Rush, Gardner Minshew. Jamie like Hoop. none of these guys are beating out Sam Howell, guaranteed. Right. You know, I'm not saying it's not going to be a competition. Right. Uh, but none of these guys are guaranteed outside of, like I said, maybe a Geno Smith, Jimmy G, that are reasonable kind of targets there. I don't like Jimmy G. That'd be. Mm. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, but he's not going to count. I don't think anybody's going to pay Jimmy G 25 million dollars a year. He. Not this year. He's a free agent, right? Isn't yeah. Jimmy G a total free yep. agent? Yeah. He's not getting twenty five million dollars. Now he's he might get twenty fifteen if he's gonna get be a starter somewhere. You know, if, if he's gonna go 20? to Carolina and be a starter or even like a Arizona or starter for most of the year while Kyler recovers, mm-hmm. something like that, you know, or even Houston. Did you pay right? him twenty? Would I pay him twenty here? No. Yeah. I there is a value to having Sam Howell go through the development as a QB. And I think paying a retread too much money, I wouldn't do. But if you can get a guy like a Fields on a, on a smaller contract or a guy who's already established like Lamar at big money, that's different. What about a Mitchell Trubisky? Could he beat out Sam Howell? Seriously, R- R- yeah. rumors are rumors are he is going to get cut from uh, Pittsburgh, yeah, but I do gone. believe you it's bring him in for competition. Be, I would, 
I, he was my option last year, but solely yep. because he was the cheap option. I yeah. was totally about just He's bring in. I was, it. I said, bring in somebody cheap and then draft a QB. Uh, this year, though, they have Sam Howell. They're going to try him. If they bring in Mitch again, he's he to me he's he, it's in the Daniel Jones level of he's going to be high end competition for Sam Howell, not guaranteed to be. And you know what they say about if you have two QBs, then you have no QB. You have no QBs. He'll beat out Th for quarterback two. We'll do that. <laughs> Taylor Heineke is still kind of in the mix. That's one of the things Ron Rivera says. Uh, Around the horn, real quick, Trev Taylor Heineke back here in Burgundy and Gold. No, Stoner. No, <laughs> no, no, yeah. not gonna happen. I'm sleeping on the couch tonight, guys. It's yeah. I, I, we know, and she even gave us nine dollars and ninety nine cents in the super <laughs> the the, the uh, super chat, and we're still going. No Heineke here. No, for man. us in Washington, just, no, uh, just it's a, over. No, no, it's no, over. It's over. And for Stoner, and the reason why, because Stoner said this on many episodes before, as soon as Sam Howell has a two pick interception and a sack fumble game, we're going to be, they're going to be doing Heineke, Heineke, Heineke. As soon as Sam goes down, mm-hmm. Heineke, I mean, we've witnessed all, it all before. Like, we already know what he is. He ain't going to do nothing out of this world to get us where we need to go. Because he can't do it, he's had numerous chances to do it. And he can't do it. So, uh, nice story, great kid. He gone. He gone. Go get paid somewhere else. I don't want my backup quarterback to go on a podcast and be like, "Yeah, I want to start," but you know, being a backup is probably the best job in America. So I'm yeah. cool. Like, yeah, I don't want that. He's not wrong, but I mean, yeah, I don't want that. Had don't against say that. Yeah, or, that me, but don't yeah. say that loud. Or Trev, I don't want to, the coaches to come to me and say you're going to start the last game of the year, and then I'm going to say, "Nah, let somebody <laughs> yeah. else do it. I don't need to prove anything anymore. Just let him do it." I could go out there, maybe have a great game, and then somebody's going to pay me fifteen million dollars a year. But nah, right? I'll just I'm going to let my five, five three and one record speak for <laughs> itself. Uh, speaking five, for three. himself right now is another Sky Bar chat here. Starface in with a dollar ninety nine. That brings us over thirty dollars again. If we get to fifty dollars, you can head to Lexington, Virginia, get yourself a free app here. Starface asking with a dollar ninety nine. Stoner, <laughs> why don't you like uh, Sam? You're yeah. low on him. I, are you I'm low? On are him. you not? Are you not a howler? <laughs> I am definitely not a howler, right, but but I can I can get behind the organization going all in on him this year and trying to develop him if they believe in him. So I can do that. I will get a hundred percent behind him, but I'm not a believer in him. Uh, you know, we have like you've been saying, Nathan. We have a video series. You can go to our YouTube page and check it out. Sam Howell was one of our first I think he was our first one in that series and you can see all of our opinions on him but basically he's got all the tools I get it he's got legs he's got a heart he's a good hard worker he's humble he's got the he's got everything you want but what he doesn't have is he hasn't proved to anybody that he can do the job and there's a billion quarterbacks out there that have everything that he has in terms of measurables and they're not starters in the nfl either and coaches from (laughs) all the all the coaches have sat there and watched every bit of his tape in college and everything and said he's not worth a first round pick or a second round pick 
or a third round pick or a fourth round pick. EB had him graded high last year. That's fine. Okay. The Chiefs didn't take him. Because why? They had Pat Mahomes. Why would they do that? Okay. Well, you you need a backup. They need a backup this year, by the way. They need one now. Chad Henney's 120 years old and he's gone. So they needed one. But no, that's why I hope I'm proven wrong. I hope you're right, Will Diggs. I hope yeah, he proves w- me wrong. The, the laugh for our audio yeah, listeners, uh, Will Diggs here. I hope he proves you wrong, you jerk. <laughs> hey, that's what I am. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, uh, that's uh, metaphor stoner. Too. The jerk store called the running out of you. <laughs> I get it. But but make no mistake, don't don't misconstrue what I'm saying in terms of do I want him to succeed? Of course I do. I'm not going to root for him to fail just so I can be right. Oh, yeah. What good does that do me as a fan of this team? I want him to succeed <laughs> if the organization is going to go all in on Sam Howell. Then I hope I can just sit in this podcast every week and people can tell me how stupid I am for saying, oh, he's just a fifth-round pick. Well, so that's fine. As long as you, we're winning. You'll, you'll take your licking. I got a question. Oh, yeah. Still QB talk. I don't want to go off a tangent, but we do that anyway. So it is. <laughs> um, who would you go after the hardest as far as free agent quarterback, top tier, low tier, to come here and potentially be starting quarterback and, and have Sam back up? Like, who would you go most aggressive to? Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson. Who would you go to the most aggressive and – to, to come here to Washington. So now we're going, so before it was supposed to be the, uh, you know, the reasonable, but we went unreasonable. Yeah. Now we're just like, like, this really is our, all in. our, you, you're going all in trying to win a championship this yeah, year. Yeah. Because we tried Russell Wilson. He didn't want to come here. We tried somebody else. He didn't want to come here. And so we were like, uh, Carson wins. You want to come here? Okay, cool. But now this season, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson of the top, so to speak, Justin Fields may be available, maybe not. Who would you most aggressively go after? I personally, I would probably go after Aaron Rodgers. Same. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Again, we had a, a whole video about how yeah, just dropped uh, just yesterday. Yep. Just uh, yeah, just yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he's a proven winner in terms of regular season. He's only won one championship. Whatever. Okay. He's probably the most talented quarterback. Before we get to Patrick Mahomes, the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. I would put him and probably Dan Marino as the most talented quarterbacks that I can rank, right? Why wouldn't you want him on your team? He's durable. He finishes the season every year. Yeah, he plays, and and they usually, not this year, they usually win double-digit games. Uh They're in the playoffs. They're making Uh that run. Now Uh he, he tends to not play well in the playoffs, whatever, okay? He's pretty darn good. I would take him. That's the guy I would go after. I have to agree. I I have to agree. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, our teams are similar. We've beaten them the past two or three years. They have good receivers, good quarterback, good running backs, mediocre defense, and they win double-digit games. So just plug him in here to our system. We have weapons on offense. We have a decent enough defense. Here's a question we asked, Trev, on the, the video we put out on Tuesday. Yeah. But would you take Aaron Rodgers? He he comes here and they win the Super Bowl. Washington wins the Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. Then he retires, mm-hmm. and Washington doesn't even make the playoffs for the next nineteen years. 
Would you take that or would you take Washington making the playoffs every year for 20 years but never winning the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. You know? That's, that's hypothetical. Because I, I was alive and I, and I saw the Super Bowl. I was old enough to remember it. But also – I've been alive left long enough to we haven't been in the playoffs for like 30 years. Right. So going there consistently and not winning, I would be okay with that. Now I might get old by like year oh, seven. Get old. We can't get past like the Buffalo Bills. We can't get over this hump. Right. Would you rather be the Bills or always rather, rather yeah, be... I want to be the Bills? I want to be the Bills. <laughs> Who's won one in the last 20 years? Who's won one Super Bowl and it hasn't been very good in the Hulk, last 20 maybe. years? Bears. Uh, maybe the Bears. The Bears won one in '85. They haven't won one since, Cold right? The Bears 13 9 Bear, that one year. Bears is a good one. Yeah, would you rather be the Bears or would you rather be the Bills? Bears went on like a the we're oh. talking now, thir- almost 40 years. Uh, it's been 38 Bills, years bro. since they've won the Super Bowl. We're only right. saying 19 years of that because consistency is key. Really? No, I mean, I think Bus is going with you. Time. Rather win, uh, be consistent. Starface on the other side of that Super Bowl. It's all yeah. about the Super Bowl. That's uh, tough. Trout, That's I would want the Bills though. as well. Yeah, mm. give me. Yeah, but, let's be the Bills. Man, at the end of every year, you're you're so close, and you're just so disappointed. Can I ask a favor in this yeah. hypothetical? Yeah. yeah. If if Washington wins the Super Bowl and is just stinky for 19 years, mm-hmm. can we make sure none of our division rivals win the Super Bowl in those 19 Ooh. years? No, nope, because then it then it's an easy, easy, easy pick. <laughs> no, nope. take the Super really, Bowl. We really can get stuck for 19 years. No, none of our division rivals win a Super Bowl. How about this? Philly might get a couple, Giants might get a couple, but Dallas doesn't get any either. That's fine. <laughs> right? Dallas doesn't get any. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. That's I, tough. I took the Super Bowl, by the way. I, I just think that that is, that is the pinnacle. That is what you want. That's that's yeah. what you're going to take. I mean, uh, Gus Bus mentioning, look at the Nats. I mean, look at the Nats. Look how excited we were. Look at the Caps. You know, when, when these, these teams yeah. won their championships, just how much – joy and elation yeah mm-hmm. they're oh, on man. the downhill slide with it when you're talking about the caps the caps are sellers this year the nationals uh worst team just goodness gracious awful That's like tough. you're trying to get excited about these young players who probably aren't going to be playing you know peak uh baseball for another three four years but you got the championship i have yep. i literally have just about five feet to the left of me the article from the stars and stripes because i was stationed mm. overseas at the time mm of the nationals winning the championship but you wouldn't it's just different it is but you it wouldn't is. you wouldn't want to be like oh we're gonna make we made the playoffs this year oh we're no, we're gonna make the playoffs next year uh we're gonna make the playoffs again that's like you just yeah but you're not gonna win at all you get comfortable but look how happy the bills fans and and how happy that like before the chiefs were winning the chiefs fans were like yeah that's fun but that was that happened like once. Now you got to go through 19 more years just to of memories instead yeah. of like making more and always being there. You always have a chance of getting there. You I might would. get you okay. So see, okay, to go on that question, you win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Would you rather do that or or go to the playoffs? I'd rather do that because you have a chance of getting to the Super Bowl but not winning it. You could play yeah. in it all the time, but maybe not win it. I'd be happy with that. And and Rather about one in nineteen years. in twenty years, no one's going to remember Philly losing the Super Bowl. They're going to remember Kansas City won the Super Bowl, 
and, and Starface says this as well. You'll be forgotten if you're the only one playoff, if you only win playoff games. The Bills is a great footnote of the of the 80s and late 80s and early 90s. They're a great footnote. Four Super Bowl losses in a row. You know that's what a, they are, Trev? Amazing, what? amazing thing. The Bills are losers. We're for the Chiefs, and we make it to the five straight NFC championships and then win two. Tell, Super tell Bowl me this. Tell me this, Trev. Who did the Bears beat in 85? Uh, I was born in 87, so I have no idea. I remember. They Who did they the beat, Patriots. The Patriots. Yep, and they had Steve Grogan at quarterback, I believe. No one. Oh, he, wore, that he wore a neck brace, Trev. All the thing. quarterback wore a neck brace. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's how old school. That's uh, That's metaphor tough. brings in a good point, though. Dan Snyder sells. That's essentially our Super Bowl. Then we can go to the playoffs for the next 20 years. Maybe. Right, maybe. Yes. Maybe. We'll maybe one of those players to take us to the promised land is Chase Young, who yes, went sir. and got himself checked up on by yep. Dr. James Andrews. This was recent weeks, sometime over the last couple of weeks. Got positive feedback. And this is according to Nikki J here uh, about his recovery and knee surgery. Um. What do you guys make of this? This is this is a good thing for Chase Young, and they're talking about the fifth year option. Are they? Will they? Will won't they? Uh, where do you guys stand on Chase Young now that we've heard this good news from Doctor James Andrews? I'm ready. You I'm ready? Not gonna, I'm you not ready gonna, for a breakout? Yeah, but I'm not going to pull the RG three and say all in for week one. <laughs> I'm not going to jinx that. But it's good that they're still reporting on his progress of his injury sure. rather than keeping him in the dark and him posting training videos. And you're like, Oh, he looks great. Yeah. But then they hold him out for four weeks. So I, I like this. That shows that they really probably want to do this fifth year option. Cause they're, you know, showing so much concern about his recovery and stuff. They want him to be a part of that because he was the face of the franchise, his rookie year. And now Terry McLaurin is kind of taking that over, but um, he's still a face. So yeah, I, I love it. Keep reporting, keep doing it. Let us know. What's going on with Chase? Because we all want him here. I mean, we do. What would you do? Again, another hypothetical. I love what him. would you do if he comes into camp and they put him on the pup for camp? On camp? Yeah. In training <sighs> camp. I mean, that's... Or no, not training camp. Not OTAs. OTAs. Well, OTAs, those are... You don't have to have a pup designation yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah, let's just say training camp. He comes in, they put him on. They can take him off, I believe, at any time. Right. Training camp. Yeah, as long as it's before the season, you know, before a certain yeah. point of the season. Would sure. you be okay with Chase Young coming in 18 months after his injury and still being on the pup list? Yeah. I mean, we did the same thing with Curtis Samuel. And now look what he did after all that time. He's talking about restructuring his contract or at least consider him a weapon now. So that's a for another Ferrari. I mean, you same thing. You spent all that money on Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. and you waited pretty much a whole season to get him going. You drafted Chase Young number two overall. His knee surgery was more than just ACL. It's pretty much the whole daggone leg. Um, yeah. yeah, it's training camp. We've we, he he played a little bit last year, so we know. What, I mean, we know what he's capable of. Yeah, we want to see the progress, but he's a Ferrari, and if you want to keep him for that fifth year option or for longer. You don't want to rush him back too quickly. That's a but lot of time. They, but what if they don't sign him, or you know, to the give him that fifth year option, and then mm-hmm. he comes in. And the fifth year option, I think, has to be decided well before he can be on the pup. Yeah, so it's got to be decided fairly well. Made. That means they signed it. Then if he's going to be on the pup, that means we got him. I know. 
So That's maybe fine. if they do sign him to the fifth year option, I'm okay with the pup. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, but fine. look, I'm down on Chase, man. I, yeah, I'm you're really down. down on he got hurt, and it drives me crazy. He was he yeah. Stoner was he Stoner's been down on him since that second season, and he yeah. didn't perform before getting injured. Uh, I I've been pa- trying to be very patient with yeah. with Chase, and I still think that there's still a lot there for him to show. And and I do want a quiet off season from him. I want him to go into the season hungry, and I want him to be successful and prove to people he is the player we saw f- with flashing in his rookie season, the one who won Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yes, that's good. If he, cool. however, starts the year on the pop. The, like week one or training camp for you, Nathan, since you said start the year? I, I would yeah, say even training that? camp. I would say even training camp. If he starts – the just the season training camp and everything on the pup i shift gears a little bit and become very very doubtful that he is ever going to pan out for washington now well i've long said on this 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 channel here he is clowny to me like he is somebody who is going to be good and he, he he's never going to make i don't think i can't say never because you know we don't know what we're going to get out of him I don't think he's going to live up to the generational, you know, talent that he was billed as. Right. I just feel like if he were going to, then he would have already been doing that and then got injured and have to come back from the injury. I.e. Boses. Both yes. of the Boses. Boses already never, neither one of them have ever finished a, a full season. Happened. No, I'm just talking about how you they were already showing that full talent before their injury. Chase, the only difference was Chase did it his rookie year, and his second yeah. year he really didn't. Yeah, it well, that's half. it was cut in half though. Now half. if he had two full years and then had his injury, I would start to think like Nathan, like maybe he's not panning out. But the guys played a season and a half, and, and, and he's ten years old. Yeah, and, oh, and you don't <laughs> you don't say that he's not panning out. I mean, because Clowney, I I don't think. I mean, I guess you can I'm say lying. Clowney didn't pan out with Houston. But Clowney's yeah. having himself a fine NFL career. And I think now. Chase Young, will, if he starts the season, OTAs, uh, training camps or whatever, on the pup, I think he can still have a successful NFL season. Um, but I just don't see it end up ending up being with Washington. I think he's going to go somewhere else. He's going to be he's going to perform well enough for somebody else, but he will be the second guy, right? If you look at where Clowney's gone after his uh, time, uh, where he was drafted by Houston, he's been the second guy. Even in Houston, he was only going to be the second guy to J.J. Watt. Yeah, mm. Chase Young was supposed to be the first guy. He was supposed to be that generational talent. And I still think we're going to see good things from him. I think that I, I'm one. I want to put this out here. He's not going to start the year on the on the pub. No, not season. training camp. Not the not season. Even camp. Not no, even training no, camp. Not he's not starting. The, he's not starting on if the. If he does, that's going to be a massive story. It is, that and that's why I'm saying I would have to change change gears a little bit and and start to wonder what are we going to see out of him. But I don't think he's he's going to start there, and I do think we're going to see good things. And I, good things doesn't mean double digit sacks to me, by the way. Mm. You know, good good oh, things. I, to me, I know everyone's going to expect it. Everyone's going to want it. Everyone's yeah. going to be clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. If he ends up the year with seven sacks and and you know. God forbid you guys hate me for this. A lot of QB pressures, <laughs> right? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm not paying him a lot of money past his fifth year, mm-hmm. but I'm good with that. 
I'm not. I'm not good with that. I'm not good with that for for the number two overall pick. Okay. I, I'm good with that for right. Chase you're over, Young. The, our the defensive pick is already used. Like we're we already right. passed that. Right. But you've invested. You've invested so much capital into that pick, and now you're getting a good year with seven sacks and a, a bunch of pressures. Stop it. No, that's not what. Stop you know, it. you passed on guys that could be producing more for your team, but instead you took him. So you need him to produce what a second overall pick is supposed to produce. I understand he's had the injury. I get it. But at some point, you have to be that guy. You have to be that second overall pick. And seven sacks and a bunch of QB pressures is not good enough. Oh, my God. I just for some reason think it's an unfair. <laughs> Why? Just because he got I, hurt? Yeah, because he hasn't he hasn't even played that that long to even to go ahead and say that he can't. He could still be that generational talent. He I can. mean, the man the man's injury was really really severe, guys. It wasn't just sure. like he tore his ACL or broke his leg and came like it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And so he was picked number two for a reason. I know you guys compare Bosa's, but like. Yeah, they're good when they're healthy, but when they're not sure. healthy, they don't, they don't finish seasons. Yeah. So they're I defensive just, player of the year. I, I, this <laughs> is the last. This is my last. Shit. Well, yeah, but he was rookie <laughs> of the year. Rookie of the year his first year. Yeah, That's I, fine. you know I like Chase. You know I'm. I know. I, I'm. I I'm like high on Chase. Ready to get rid of him already after one year of 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 play, pretty much. No, I'm saying this coming year. I'm saying this coming year. You're already two. Him, so. I just want to say it. You don't even want him right now. Well, I want him to do <laughs> well. But if he does what he did the his second year. Coming off does of a that bad injury? Year, no, I'm talking about his second year. Yeah. Okay. If he plays that way this year. Yeah. Then you got to kick him to the curb. He didn't even play a whole year. Yeah. Yeah, but he, it, in the problem. nine games, it was it was not it was not great. I, injury He's aside, two years removed. That was from also the that was also with Sam Mills. That wasn't with what's his name. Coach oh, Steve. I don't give a <laughs> hey, shits about. Uh, no, I, I think that's I think that's fair. Not, As Ant Man points out here, our edge are taught to stop uh, the run on the way to the QB. They don't. Every they don't edge go is hunting. taught to do that. Stutter. It's not particular to watch. They're not going hunting. Coach Z got Deron Payne a Pro Bowl. Just saying. Did he or did was Duran Payne a dar, darn good player? He's motivated by money. It could be both. It could be both. He's motiv- he was mo- he's in a contract year. I could have coached him to a Pro Bowl. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you know what I do? I get out there on practice. I say, go get the effing quarterback. No. Okay. Right. And no. he'd be like, let's go. And he'd go get the quarterback. And all Coach Z, and you know, and Ryan <laughs> yeah, Kerrigan, no, too. And Coach K. It is not at all. Man alive. We got the whole team here fired up, and I love to see it. Make sure that you get there and like and subscribe. Yeah, hit that like button. I just checked the numbers. We're all low on that. You got to make sure you get out there and hit that like button. And speaking of fired up, we got EB's press conference that happened last Thursday. So just after our Wednesday show where we talked with Mark about what to expect from EB, and we were all pretty excited. Mm-hmm. after that conversation mm-hmm. yeah. and Absolutely. then the presser happened and i i'm pretty sure 
Stoner has to call in a contractor because he has ran through every wall in his house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stoner, yeah. EB, Eric Bieniemy, yeah. offensive coordinator for Washington. Where are we going? Yeah, that's a big deal. And Metaphor said, I'm down on everybody in burgundy and gold. That's not true. I'm way up on Eric Bieniemy. I didn't think they had a chance in heck to, to bring Bieniemy in here because I didn't see what the upside was for him. Again, you can spin that any way you want. I still don't think it's the right move for him, but whatever. He's here, and he makes you want to run through a wall. Just by him talking, you had guys showing up. Did you see that conversation he had with Terry McLaurin? Oh, yeah. love it. I mean, that that's the sort of thing. That's why we love this sport and that we love our team is because we want to see guys have that connection and then take that connection out onto the field and win football games. And so I think he can bring that to this team. So I love the press conference. I love everything he had to say. Uh, I still, I still don't know why he came here, but I'm super glad he did. <laughs> I'm super excited that he's the new OC here. Yeah. Trav. Oh man. I had to go back and rewatch that press conference a few, t- a few times after watching yeah. live. <laughs> Side note, the the stream, it was so laggy. It was so shoddy. Yeah. We didn't oh, that. L- a little rough brutal. on that one. But it just was- to see all the players that showed up for a, not a head coach, an right. offensive coordinator, right. that speaks volumes. And I know you have to get up there and say the right things at a press conference. But when you heard him talk, you heard it like come from the heart. Like, mm-hmm. Stoner says, I don't know why he came here. I don't either, but he knows why. Apparently, he's been watching us ever since Sam Howell was coming up into the draft, apparently. Yeah. And we played against them, and you know, we were competitive that 131-17 game, I think. We were competitive for the first half. Uh, he's been following our team. He knows our offensive weapons. He knows our defense. He's got continuity with Mayhew and Ramavera already. So, like, I don't know why he came here. But he put all those negative narratives to bed that were out there about him, about, you know, you should be a head coach while you're taking this job. Well, yeah, but, you know, maybe he doesn't fit somebody's style. Like, I mean, I know it's the whole race thing is a thing, but I'm looking past that. Maybe he doesn't fit their scheme. Maybe he doesn't fit their culture. Maybe he doesn't fit what they're looking to go to in the next five years. Like, maybe he doesn't. I mean, there's obviously a reason. And then he took this job because he knows it's probably the only path he can get to be a head coach if he wants to be a head coach. Maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. I mean, he had a whole bunch of interviews previously, but this past season he had one, and that's with the Colts. So there's something there outside of race, in my opinion. But I'm fired up that he's here. He's going to do wonders. You saw the turnout. The players are excited. I mean, some players that we thought might leave might end up staying, like Logan Thomas. Apparently he loves that the tight end room. I mean, they might just be saying that for smoke, but you never know. Um, I'm fired up. We actually, he seems like he knows what he wants to do with the mm-hmm. offense. Whenever you heard Scott Turner talk, he sounded kind of clueless, sounded basic. We're going to do what's best for Taylor. You know, EB is fired up, speaking in third person. Now, just to be a devil's advocate here, Trev. I knew it. Uh, I'm I, just playing devil's it. advocate. This isn't how, you know, kind of how I'm looking at it. But, yeah. you know, there are coaches who are complete fools in their press conference. And they turn out to be great. Yeah. And there are coaches that come into press conferences and you want to run through that wall and they turn out to be terrible. Yeah. Okay. So press conferences might not mean anything, but it gave That's us great. an inside look 
to him to who he is mm-hmm. and what he's going to bring to this organization. He's mm-hmm. going to bring, I think, more than anything, he's going to bring accountability yep. to his players. And that's going to rub some people it's, the wrong way. There are going to be those that are not going to, you know, be conducive to that style. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably figure that out in the first few weeks of training camp. Mm-hmm. But that's what we like as ca- not as casual fans, but outsiders looking in. Yeah. We like that accountability. Yes. Because we always feel like if that was me, you know, I would bench uh, Carson Wentz week two for moping around, you know, after an interception. Yeah. I'm going to hold him accountable. No, you don't really do that. Mm-hmm. But you would think that Eric Bieniemy is that kind of guy. And also, he can be a player's coach, too. He can be a – You can see that. Overhead, but you can see him relating to you, even off the field, too, like if you got any issues. You can see him he really – like he said in the conference, he wants to know the players, mm-hmm. not just the X's and O's, but he wants to know them as human yeah, beings. Yeah, that's some real leadership that, that's yeah. coming from there, and 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 it's really exciting. And, and Stoner, you're talking about the, the, the hard coaching – and that conversation he had with Terry McLaurin, where Terry was just like, "Yeah, I want that. I'm I'm needing it." And, and EB was like, "Good, because you're going to get it, and I need you to make sure everybody else is is ready for it too, because you're a captain, right?" He was making sure that was well known, uh, absolutely. And Gus Bus, I like the 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 analogy here. Uh, EB looking at on kneecaps like Dan Campbell. That goes to what Stoner was saying. You know, Dan Campbell was like a fiery, fired up coach, and 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 yeah, we made fun of him for the kneecap thing, but it was a it was something people, you know, kind of really rallied around. Dan Campbell didn't isn't hasn't been as successful as they want in Detroit. Meanwhile, Nick Serrani was somebody who we all clowned yeah. and took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So the conference, the, the, the conference could be misleading, but it was very exciting for Washington, especially when that opening question was, "Why did you? Why did you pick Washington?" And wow. uh, and I shared our. Uh, our little image that I that I real quickly had done up just like moments after that that he said that uh, why not Washington mm-hmm. and 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 we're going to be hearing here. that a lot this season because you know why not us right and I love the slogan of course I'm a a, a big uh, uh, Brody guy right I'm a Russell Westbrook guy so, and and that's his thing is why not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so it's going to be. I think it's going to be a big slogan for us. Left hand was uh, was last year's. Why not is going to be this one every mm-hmm. time we're out there. And one of the things I'll say about what what made me realize with this one, I, I it really made me a, much more of a believer in EB as our offensive coordinator. So much so, I'm doubling down. This is a one year rental. Stop it. It's not. It's a one year rental. He is going to get a head coaching job out of here. It could be Washington. But it's a one-year rental. No, yeah. I don't think it is. I don't think it's a one-year rental. Well, if you match this up to what I was saying before, it's going to be a one-year rental because he's going to have Sam Howell at quarterback, and that's not a recipe for success. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> You're right. I don't know that. I'm just, I'm just kind of being a naysayer there. But you know what else? I, I still don't think. I still don't think Sam Howell is going to be QB one, game one. I just, there's no one out there that's going to, we already went over that, but anyways, also, <laughs> we did. Yeah. Nice try. Stunner. That press conference. Do you know what else it did though? Stunner. What's that? It just got us a step closer to hard knocks, baby. That yeah. yeah. You're right. Energy, we're going that's to get hard knocks, dude. Look, see, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Ke- yep. Kevin here. I really want hard knocks, but Me you too. know, the NFL isn't letting that show anywhere oh. near the Snyder exit. Yo, they make a sale. We're making hard knocks. I'm telling you. If they make the sale, we're, we're getting hard plenty knocks. before yeah. they decide. Yeah. 
So they might even have to come in March. They might even do the one, like the Cardinals did. In yeah, could be an in season one. one. We could sure. make an in season one if we get the sale done yep. by kickoff. So, hmm. Well, lots of excitement, Hope, hopefully coming our way. Hard knocks or not, uh, <laughs> we stream live every Wednesday right here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We appreciate everyone jumping in the chat here. Gus Bus, Atman, Kevin, Metaphor, Brandon coming in there late. Uptown, Dre in the house. Trout Authentic as well. Make sure you again head out to Authentic in the Beard channel. Great content, even if he is a Giants fan. Beard has <laughs> us covered. For the burgundy and gold great content out there great content coming up here on the youtube channel we got many more things planned for the off season of course we're going to be talking combine next week if there's a player you would like us to know make sure you hit the comment section especially after this video has closed out and is posted who do you want us to be looking at so we can be ready for the combine talk next week but until next time giants are still a fraud <laughs> Be a fan.